to sell some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 24. <laughs> this is like a year. Next year's our next episode's our birthday. Yay. So send presents. <laughs> send us presents is right. Um, Scott, how are you? I'm Jason Walker. This is Scott Johansson, my lovely co-host. Scott, how are you feeling today? Oh. <laughs> Feel great. <laughs> so we are recording. It is June 8th. This is probably going to come out later in the week. We, uh, I'm going out of town <laughs> and Scott's not feeling well, which is scaring the hell out of me. But uh, we had to get this recorded today. Otherwise, it wouldn't come out on time. So uh, we are back from Wonderfest. Scott is under the weather. I am feeling okay so far. <laughs> um, I hope this is good. Okay. For all those concerned, Scott was fully vaccinated. So Scott's pretty convinced this is just a cold, just the way it's <laughs> acting. <clears throat> and um, Jason's a hypochondriac, so he's going to die. <laughs> okay uh send your uh, audition tapes uh this month if you like um anyway wonderfest is over we're going to talk about wonderfest later on in the show uh we're going to kind of have a normal episode here uh we're not going to have a guest uh because we have to keep this short thank god if i have to put up with one more fucking canadian <laughs> uh so scott you see any movies No. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. I I watched Crimson Peak last night, which is a Guillermo del Toro ghost movie. Oh, another one of my favorite directors. I yeah. know, and it was just um. I don't know. It was it was pretty, but that's about it. Uh, I'll move on from there. The first thing I want to talk about. The NyQuil's going to kick in in about 20 minutes, so make this quick. <laughs> All right, here we go. News and reviews. News and reviews. So yesterday, when I had, you, you got back yesterday, I got back late Sunday night. Uh, first thing I saw on Facebook was this redo of The Tall Man from Phantasm by Dave Nicholson, who's putting it out. And Scott, have you seen Phantasm? No. Phantasm 2? No. Phantasm 3? No, see, generally, if they make three of any movie, it probably wasn't a very good movie to begin with. Phantasm 4. Yeah, no. Phantasm 5? No, I can't believe there were five of them. Dude. Ugh. Anyway, I love Phantasm uh, a lot. And when this kit originally came out from John Deary, I loved the likeness. I wasn't sold on the base. And I kind of put it in a, like that pile. If I ever came across it, I would pick it up. This, however, I love the new base. It has a very Art Deco style almost to it, and I am definitely going to be picking this up. So if you're interested in this Phantasm base from Dave Nicholson, or <laughs> Phantasm kit from Dave Nicholson, I think the likeness is great. It's Jeff Yeager's sculpt, um, and it is gorgeous. So he said PM him on Facebook, and for those people who aren't on Facebook, find a way to get a hold of him if you're interested in it, uh, and we'll put that information down below. But yeah, the Phantasm, the tall man. One of the best uh, characters. And then the, uh, while I was talking to him online to see if it was okay if we posted some of these, he had forwarded these uh, Steve McQueen kit pictures. And I think this is either available now or coming soon. 
Uh, again, if you're interested in these as well, hit up Dave Nicholson on Facebook, PM him. And this is a great likeness. And I think the detail on the coat is really cool. I was just looking at that. Thinking, yeah, that wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Um, I think this was at Wonderfest. I'm almost positive I saw it on a table. I'm going to have to go hmm. back and look. But I swear I saw something like this. And this is a great likeness. And wow, knocking it out of the park on two things. So great job, Dave. And I hope it does well for you. I really do. Because it's something you don't see a lot of. And I think that's all I came across in my short time that we had. Scott, how about you? I came across a few things. Um, our good friend Robert Tundy over at Needful Things will, will be releasing these three Jaws sculpts. Um, the first is... What's with Robin Jaws? I, well, because he's a flabber jaw, that's why. Um, <laughs> the first is a three, like, a, I don't know if this is a relief or what, what you'd call this. Yeah. And it's Quint and Brody and Hooper from Jaws. Um, great likenesses sculpted again. We didn't have Lace to Google Lee. the names this time. That's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, or did sculpted you again by Lace Lee. Okay. And then he will also offer <clears throat> uh, the Hooper and Quint busts. My guess is he'll do the Brody bust too, but I don't know for sure. Maybe I missed the photo. And again, sculpted by Lace Lee. Um, these are really good likenesses. Yeah, and I, so I met too. Lace at Wonderfest and he just stopped me for a few minutes and I spoke to him. And I didn't uh, meet him. <clears throat> he doesn't like you. Um and uh no, really super nice guy. Um I was gonna try to get him for a quick interview, but he was on the way out the door. But um it sounds like he's definitely open to it. So uh, maybe oh, cool. we'll have him on in a future uh, episode. But um so he did those when he, when I told him I was going to mention these, he was like, Oh, cool. I'll be mentioning three episodes in a row. So that was fun. <laughs> then also from needful things. Uh, this is a, uh, digital sculpt by Tony Cipriano and, um, another in the planet of the Apes series that Rob at needful is doing. And this is Nova. And, uh, so that'll be coming that out. That looks soon. really cool too. And I, I, I like guess that. that's the actual print right there. That, is it? That's okay. A, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> ran into those. And then I ran into these, and I also picked them up at Wonderfest. Um, Michael Berglund, Berglund, Gig Berglund, Gigantororus busts, and he released two more. I, I re already uh, reviewed the other two, uh, the Wolfman and the Frankenstein. He's now done the Phantom and the Creature, and um, Creature was beautiful, especially in person. It was really nice looking in um, person, and uh, the Phantom. And I picked these up from him. And uh, what's cool is just like the kit, it looks like the mask fits right on the Phantom as well, if you wanted to display <laughs> it there. So those are a few things I found. Another thing I found is, and I'm not sure what this Frankenstein is from. <coughs> Excuse me. And we'll have to add the painter's name on here because I didn't do it because I'm an ass. But um the eye on this thing, I'm just looking at the paint job on this thing, and the eye was just so well painted that I had to show it. I just thought it was really cool. That was a great paint job. And then, <clears throat> and uh, this gentleman's name, Mitchell Roy, um, this was in the, I think it's Showrod model kit group. So if Never you're a fan of, of Tom Daniels, okay. yeah, if you're a friend of Tom Daniels type stuff, you know, like the Dragon Wagon, the Rommel's Rod, and all that stuff. Get a ton of that stuff in this group 
And I came across this and someone took an Aurora Rodan Monsters of the Movies kit and modified it. And it's like the dragons breaking out of the dragon wagon. And um, there's a lot of pictures. So I grabbed them and we can scroll through them real quick. But it's uh, what a great idea. Yeah, it it looks really cool. cool. That is something I love when you see two model kits like that taken together and make something new. It is great. um, Yeah. So that's what I've seen in news and reviews. Yeah, we're going to get into more stuff we saw when we get into the Wonderfest part of this episode. But um, there's a lot coming out, I've noticed. A lot of places I like have some really cool stuff coming out. And we're excited. And a lot of the conversations I think that happen about 3D printing are exciting. Which brings us to the workbench. The workbench. Scott, you got workbench news. I do got workbench news. As you can see, it arrived early last week. The Elegoo Saturn 3D printer. Mitten Fantastic. box. <laughs> Mitten box. It has been moved into the basement. Um, along with the graves of many other things. Along with the graves box. of many other things. But uh, we're hoping to uh, get that uh, rolling here very soon because there's a lot of cool stuff I want to print. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for you. I think you're going to like it. And, and we're going to have to do more episodes on this. A lot of conflicting opinions on this whole subject. Um, that we Which I don't understand. Into. So <laughs> we'll, we will have to get into it. But, um, you know, very interesting stuff there. And um, for sure, a lot of good conversation I had about it, for sure. So uh, uh, my side of that on the workbench is I've been... I have an AFM article due, so I'm trying to scrape through that here before I go on vacation and then coming back and working on that. So there isn't a lot of stuff I've been building. I have been doing some printing, and this one took a few tries, uh, but I finally did get it, and I want to share it with everybody. I printed it smaller first and then printed it bigger. Wow. So that came off the same printer I have. Yeah. So this is uh, Darkness from Legend. It came in three parts. (coughs) Originally, I, I printed it at like 140%, and then I was able to bump it up to like 170. And I might be able to get it a little bigger, depending on how I want to angle it. But, man, yeah, it came off the same printer you have. It took me three tries to do the left horn, one try to do the right. I don't know what is happening. But, yeah, look, check that out. That's This is one of those kits that are figures, characters, characters. I've always kind of wanted and the kit that was available that was about this size was really rare and really expensive. And now I could print it any size I want. And I am. And what that file cost you? Uh, this file was like $24. Okay. Okay. And, and how much worth a resin? How much worth a resin? You think I, it in, and you're going to find this out pretty soon when you do your slicing, you can plug in how much the bottle of resin costs you. And it calculates how much each print cost. So I have to go back. But when I was looking at it, it was like maybe five bucks worth of resin. Okay. Maybe that. So I know that like parts of it were two, the horn, maybe the body was five. So maybe about seven or eight. I don't know, but it wasn't a lot. And I still, I think I used a bottle of resin on all my mistakes because I mean, here's the horns. These are the two left horns. I was, I don't know if you're going to, I don't want to pull down the other camera. But I think you could see it there. Yeah, I can see it. I was getting a step in there, like an offset. 
And I, th- mm-hmm. I had put the magnetic plates on my build plate that make removing prints easier. And I'm thinking what's happening is it's slipping because of suction. We'll get into that in an episode later, but I, I just reorientated it on the plate and it fixed it and it just printed fine. So, and how long did that take to print? Uh, <laughs> Minus the mistakes. So the horns, each <coughs> horn was like 11 hours or something because okay. of the way I had to do it. Um, Cause it was going the length of the horn horn mostly. This was about nine, I think. So it took a while. It took a few days. And, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot, which is what I always like. Anytime I do something, I want to come away fixing mistakes or learning things. So I'm so excited for my darkness bust. I have another one, a smaller one right there on my shelf back there, which was the first one I did, which printed with like just a minor issue, um, which you can tell, and you're going to find this out soon. There's a thing that happens when it's suction cups and you don't put your venting holes in the right spot. It kind of stretches the resin. And you get a, it, you can see it in the, in the, in the piece. So I, and you can kind of sand that out and fix it. And that's what I did. So I'm excited. I'm really like, I don't know. I don't know why people are fighting against it, but we'll, we'll get to it. We'll have that conversation here in a couple episodes, but yeah, just finishing up other little things around here. And that's the workbench. We're going to blow through this episode. Boom. <laughs> and so you can take a nap. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Scott. Yes. Wonderfest happened. Yes. Wonderfest 2021 happened. Back to building. Back? Yeah. Like, wow. I'm like, first of all, go back like four episodes. We didn't think this was going to happen or five episodes. And it did. And I'm very happy they were able to pull off Wonderfest. For those of you who are New to the show, new to the hobby, Wonderfest is a garage kit convention that's been going on for 30 years. Is that it? Is it 30? 30, yeah. 30 years in Louisville, Kentucky. And Scott and I have been going since 95. Correct. Not together. <laughs> you know, it's a funny story about that. As I was pulling out of the parking lot, our friend Drew and his family, Stephanie and his kids, his 28 kids, um, <laughs> we're out there and he came around and he asked if we were going to get something to eat and I said no I'm out of here and he asked where you were and I was like you left last night and he asked don't you guys drive together I go no we live 20 minutes apart God forbid we should drive together you know so it was kind of funny someone uh, else brought that up to me and said well why don't you guys drive together it has nothing to do with Scott it has everything to do with me I, for me I have always seen Wonderfest um as it almost always falls on my last day of of school before summer break. And so I used that five and a half hour, five hour drive, depending on some people, it took 14 from our area. We found out, um, and nine, um, I always use that time as my decompressed time from the school year. And I like the alone time and it has nothing to do with wanting to drive with Scott. So Although I don't know who wants to be in a car with him for five hours, but whatever. Anyway, it happened and it went really well. You think? <laughs> yeah, great. Because he's yeah, dying. Great. Um, I think there were more people there than I thought there were going to be. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I, I couldn't say if attendance was up or down um, at all, really. Sunday got a little dead towards the end, but it always yeah, does. It so always does. it's, I, I really couldn't tell a difference. It was like any other Wonderfest to me, uh, with the exception of a few people that were missing. I, and I, that's my exact thoughts. I really thought it felt like a normal year um, with the few faces like Steve, Thad, some of our other friends that are normally there, Rob, other people that weren't there. Mike and, Wallace. Uh, yeah, Mike Wallace. Like some of those people you normally see weren't there, but then there was other people that I had like just met this year. So it was cool. And we missed those guys. I, I really did. Um, yeah, it was so nice to see you and Jesse have some bonding time. <laughs> we agreed on one thing. Movie. We agreed on one thing. Movie. Two things. Two <clears throat> things. We agreed on Psycho Goreman and we agreed on toothpaste in the toilet so yeah jesse thank you yeah thanks jesse i'll never room with him now or kiss him okay i don't think i wanted to be kissed but anyway quote of the quote of the week have the biggest balls of anybody in the room that was my quote of the week i think i don't know if we can say that word i might have to beep it up god damn it we could probably say god damn it but we probably can't say that other word. <laughs> um, right. But Can no, it was a fun. We had a really fun. You stayed up late that night. I, did I stayed not. up late both nights, which is why I got sick. I think I stayed up till f- uh, the next night. I stayed up talking with um, Dean Millerman, who I met for the first time at this year's Wonderfest. And um, for those that don't know, Dean's casting for just about everybody now. Um, and Dean um, and I got into a casting conversation that went well into the night. And uh, okay. I think Dean hated me the next morning. <laughs> he probably hated you five minutes in. Um, yeah. I do want to give a huge thank you to everybody that came up to us. And I, don't, I do not want to even use the word fan because I hate it. But people who watch the show. And I, I, I was humbled by what people have said. The compliments we got and how nice they were and thank you thank you everyone who came up and talked to us and we really do appreciate the compliments and again like i said this is a year of doing this and i i guess we didn't think we'd get past like episode three and for those that ask me why don't you dump that loser i'm kind of stuck with them so i'm sorry but it's i was asked the same thing so sure you were i was multiple times yeah that's because DeConte was there trying to ease into my job. He's got your job. All he has to do is. He may if I die within the next two weeks. <laughs> but no, Wonderfest was a blast. So, Scott, what did you get? What'd you pick up? How'd it go? Well, I got a rock. <laughs> I brought the rocks to Louisville from Chicago. It was Kendall Connick. I Man, I'm going to throw him through his window. I'm going to find out where he lives. I'm going to Colorado. I'm throwing him through his window. And uh, so, yeah, I drove the rocks all the way down there. And then they came off. And uh, Jason brought me this. I don't know what we're supposed to do with it, but that's a spatula for your 3D printing. But that I've some, I'm going to show you something I got in a second. It's got some weight. Okay. Um, what did I get? Well, I didn't get a lot because I came home with money. Wow. Wife's in the next room. Okay. Okay. So what did I get? Well, let's start out with I got in. So that was my uh 
Wonderfest changed this year and they went to these. Yeah, um, what'd you think of that? I don't like it. I like it because I don't like putting holes in my shirts with the pin, but it's weird. I don't like it. So, but I, I didn't like that you they made you flip it around to go into the contest. <laughs> well, they made you flip it around because if you are on this side, you could be, and I don't know if it will show even, that could be from any day. Okay. Huh? I never even read the back. And then with this one, this is says what day you were, and uh, I happen to get a see as a model clubber. I I'm a guest. I'm a star, and you got a normal entry, didn't you? I did. And that should tell you everything you need to know. Yep. Anyway, what did I get? So I got the Wonderfest T-shirt, 2021. Oh, look not at extinct. That. Back to building Louisville. And that features artwork by William Stout. And, it's a good shirt. Uh, yeah. And for those of you that are a little larger, like myself, um, if you want bigger than an extra large, you need to get there early and get them because they do sell out of the bigger sizes quicker. So, but I was able to get mine. Wait, really? <laughs> wow. How about so, everybody get healthy and go on a diet? How about that? Yeah, well, that wouldn't be bad. All right, so I picked up two more of these. And the reason for that is um, hopefully in the next episode, you'll be able to see the replacement part kits I have coming. Great. And um, so I picked those up from uh, Cult TV Man, who was really uh, generous and offered everybody a little gift bag as... And the swag bag included, yes, the Enterprise model, and we both got the same one. Damn, I wanted to hold it over your head, but... Uh-huh. And then all these uh, cool little cards about Cult TV Man Shop and some upcoming things and, you know, um, and a $5 off coupon. So I saved $5 on that purchase. So there you go. And again, um, as long as I'm talking about Steve, like the day before I left for Wonderfest, this bad boy came in the mail. How about oh, that? Oh, cool. So um, I love the box art on that. And then for those of you wondering, <clears throat> like yes, King Kong's so mad, come, just his face glows. It does come with the missing parts that were missing and all the glow issues and all the monogram reissues and polar lights reissues. There was a sprue of trees or whatever that didn't quite make it in. And now it is. So there you go. So. Um, got those <clears throat> prior to Wonderfest, though. So. Um, picked up a couple of these little uh, Aurora Hulk nameplates, and my friend Kurt had sent me one, but he chinsed out on the resin. It was so thin I could wipe my ass with it. So, um, these were a little thicker. Yeah, I'm sick, so I'm gonna say what the fuck I want. I don't care. Okay, all right. Um. <clears throat> As I mentioned, I picked up from Michael. This is the creature. I haven't even taken him out yet. But uh, this is the creature. And the phantom busts to go along with the... Uh, yeah, they're white resin. What do you want? Yeah. There. Yeah, cool. There you go. They're focused in a little bit now. So the creature anyway. and phantom from Berglund. All right. Phantom from Berglund. Um, <clears throat> there was a person there selling 3D prints. Oh, let's see if this will even show. Yes. So this is a uh, plane. 
from Dastardly and Muttley and their flying machines. And then a little super deformed kind of guy of one of the pilots. And I don't know all the characters in this, so I apologize. But this was 30 bucks. And um, of course, while I was talking to the guy, I said, oh, yeah, well, I knew they had two more <clears throat> while I was there. So they were going to mail me those. And then they said, oh, yeah, I got this one at home and this one at home, too. So $180 later, I got another package coming. So that'll get here. <laughs> Joy. Always. And uh, I picked up some famous monster swag from Anthony Taylor in Dealer Room B. This is a famous monster's Puffy Magnet. Got a uh, famous monster sticker. I got a famous monster's Iron On Patch. And I got a uh, Dracula Crest sticker. Those are pretty nice. So, uh, Anthony Taylor, thank you. I got all three of those for under 20 bucks. So. And the big news. People have been waiting forever, and I understand. They're tired. They've heard it all. Look what I got at Wonderfest. <laughs> now, everyone's going to say, what the hell? You already have one. And they're right. So... <laughs> what I want to explain is... I, I said, what the hell, you have one. <laughs> what I want to explain is, first of all, the price was too good to be true. And second of all, I got to hold it over Mark Worthling's head, so that was, you know, that was fun. <laughs> What's a spite buy? Total just... Yeah, spite buy, but no. So this is an original issue one. So the one I've been working... Uh, Ed Dice Fan Creations, when he reissued it, he molded my original and kept it, the fucker. Okay. But he sent me uh, one of the castings, actually two of them at the time. And um, So what's the so, official title of that kit for the people who are audio? Big Galuna. Okay. And when Ed remolded it, he didn't bother to take the seams off of it, so now the one that I've been working on has double seam lines I've been working on. Okay. So I picked this up because the casting is so good. One seam line. And really, it's it's in great shape. And I don't know if you can see, like, the one I have, the behind the gills, for whatever reason, seems a lot rougher than this one. Yeah. So, this will be a master. Good. Okay. That's right, the master is going to be here. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Jason Walker is a pain in the ass. Okay, anyway. This will be the master. And I spoke with Dean Millerman till four in the morning and an hour the next day. And he will be at the very least making the mold for that for me. And I may even just let him cast them. But um, <clears throat> it's coming. This is as close as it's been for a long time. So I, I think that makes a lot of people happy. And since now it is like recorded and out there, you, you have yep. to follow through. There he is. He's coming. All right. And again, anybody that has an original issue of the kit knows that it came with this and the instruction sheet. Okay. Bill and Don's Excellent Adventures. Bill was a gentleman named uh, Bill Ayers. And uh, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's Big coming. Luna's coming. All right. Great. And uh, that's all I got. Wow. Really? I cold. thought you got more than that. 
No, that's why I came home with this. <laughs> um, oh, and I got a uh, $8 cup of coffee. You son of a bitch. You owe me five dollars. I don't. Oh, you, you do. tip the girl nice. Go ahead, no. tell everyone what you did. So we go to get No, you tell them what you did. So and I'm gonna hear this story forever, I'm sure, but I hate you and you owe me five dollars. Dickweed <clears throat> decides he's gonna have a three dollar or eight dollar cup of Starbucks it was coffee. Fifty. Okay. So I drink cold black iced coffee. That's all. So I you get. can't go into Starbucks. Cold and black like okay. my heart. So I had to wait and fuck in the drive-thru line. Okay. Well, I was almost after overrun. we waited for your uh, ice cream. We didn't wait for my ice cream at the other place. Oh yes, we did. There were two of us in the car that wanted ice cream. One of us didn't suffer. Okay, so so I feel bad, and I go to this insect-ridden the Starbucks because <laughs> for those that were down there, and I thought something was wrong with my car on the way down there. The cicadas are out full force down there. And there was literally a swarm of them around this this uh, Starbucks. <laughs> and if anyone's never seen a cicada, they're 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 huge. They're about what this big? I mean yeah. they're giant. Uh, a little smaller. And um so you can't even roll your windows down because they'd fly in the car. Okay. So creepazoid eat out of the toilet garbage person is telling me he'd put one in his mouth and spit it out. Okay. So we finally get to the window. He's got to have his vente because God forbid we could say small, medium, and large at Starbucks. His vente his coffee. Venti. <laughs> venti. Oh, see, I said it wrong. I probably got the wrong size. And uh, so we get up there and I felt sorry for this poor sweet girl that was taking the money. I asked her, how many of these cicadas have landed on you today? And she goes like 10. So it was like 350 and Jason had given me a 20. She hands me the change. It's like 16 and some change. So at first I said, well, just put the change in the tip cup. And Jason's like, no, no, don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. Put the dollar in there. So I put the dollar in there. And then I said to myself, you know what? Don't be cheap. So I put the five in there. <laughs> and drove and, off like a fest. And by then this fucker starts screaming like a little girl. I almost threw the 10 in there too. Okay. <laughs> so Note to uh, self, never let Johansson go through the drive-thru with your money. So um, anyway, that girl got a nice tip for her cicada and trauma. And I don't owe you $5. You were just being generous. <laughs> uh, I do have this picture. Oh, come on, Mumbles, get it out. <laughs> I do have this picture of Scott's salt shaker in his console, in his car, that's permanently there for his salt burgers, which is ridiculous. I'm going to die, man. So uh, what I picked up is, first things first, Jamie Sai, who's been helping me through... A lot of the 3D printing stuff, who I met through this, he said he had something for me. Who and I never met, by the way. I think it was real quick. He was only there Saturday and he was in and out, but we're, he agreed to come on when we do a 3D printing episode to do like a beginner's primer kind of thing. So it'll be great. And he is very, he's all over the uh, Saturn and Elegoo boards with a lot of really good information. So I think he'll be great to have on to kind of walk people through uh, if you're just starting. But one of the things that you have to change is your FEPS sheet, um, which is the clear plastic thing that like long story short, but he has another, he has an FDM printer and he printed me out this jig that you put it on to help change that piece of plastic so that it creates the right kind of tension that you need on there. So this is a, and I'm about to buy an FDM printer, so I will print out someone, one of these for somebody and give it away when that happens. 
So thank you, Jamie, for this. He also gave me, this is what I gave you the spatula for, and he gave me this, <laughs> which is the shower scraper, you know, for the window, but he cut it down to the exact size that you would need for the inside of the uh, vat, the resin vat, which is a great idea. Never even thought of that. And he also gave me this little rake. It almost looks like a kitty litter scooper, <laughs> but you put it through, you run it through your vat of liquid resin to get any pieces that might be floating around in there that could damage stuff. Hey, thanks for mine, Jamie. Appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> but he didn't know you had one when he agreed to do all this stuff. So I will print all of this out when I get my FDM and I'll get you some, Scott. And yep, sure. I'll get will. some for Thanks, Alyssa. Jamie. Thanks. Thanks. I'm the talent, Jamie. Okay. But okay. I'm the nice guy. That's the problem. So thank you, Jamie. He also. Jamie's on the list. Hold on. The list. <laughs> Joe Bello. Jamie side. Okay. He also <laughs> gave us, he printed a, wait to your copy. He also gave us a print to give away. And we're going to give away in a future episode, not today. And we'll talk about the other giveaways. The Cyclops. I'll unwrap it next time uh, to give away. So little, little teaser there. And just, I'm excited. That was, it's really cool. And we'll talk about it next time. Um, so thank you, Jamie, for everything. Like, seriously, you're the best. And what else did I pick up? I picked up, I had, mess, I had messaged uh, JPG Productions before Wonderfest trying to get this kit. And they were said they had to redo the molds or something. But it's Chopper from Star Wars Rebels. So it's a little droid model. And it's, again, got some decals. But it comes with, you know, your bag of pieces. And there's some 3D printed parts, some regular cast parts. And that's so... Chopper is my new favorite droid from Star Wars, and I'm really excited to have that. Um, I also picked up from Ed Bradley. I got the Devilman bus that we had talked about last episode. But here's the Devilman. I just want to kind of hold that up. Got that in person, too. And it's great. Great castings from Ed Bradley. And not even castings. These were all printed. Um, but thank you, Ed. And we're looking forward to the rest of that stuff you got coming out. And my final big thing that I got is, and you can see it right here. If anyone knows just by looking at this, what this is. And I want to think. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 what is it, Scott? What is it? <clears throat> I know what it is. I want to thank Danny Sirocco and Scott and Rob Madison for talking me into this because I was on the fence. Uh, this is the base for Abduction 1919 from Thomas Kuntz, which I have always, always wanted. This came from the Bill Harrison collection that they were uh, selling after Bill passed away this year. And I'm really happy I was able to end up and put this in a good home. I am going to build this. Bill, it looks like, had already started it. And it's one of those kits that is it's a legit piece of garage kit history. And I've always wanted to own it, but I always kind of slipped through my fingers. And I, I mean, come on. Come on. The best. Um. So that was basically it as far as my purchases go and everything I've got. And so that, I mean, that was Wonderfest in a nutshell. I did put up, and if you'll notice, for if you're just seeing this, I did do a walkthrough of the dealer room video, put that up, and I did a walkthrough of the contest. Yes, the music's dumb. <laughs> but for people who don't know, uh, if you put any sort of copyright music, copywritten music, you're, it'll get pulled down. And so the free music that comes with the editing software is all I've been using. I don't want to spend $14 a month to subscribe to a music service to get it. So 
maybe one day when we start a Patreon and people pay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's it. Please check out those videos. They're there. Um, and again, I wanted to get the feeling of just a, a walk through the contest room. I didn't linger on things that long. And there's a lot of other people that do the, the photos and videos of stuff for detail shots. That's not what I was going for. So um, the other thing that came up a lot during Wonderfest was the model club contest. Uh, I don't know if people talked to Scott about it, but a lot of people talked to me about it and even messaged me afterwards uh, and what the future of our contest that we were doing at Wonderfest is. This year we put it off because we knew a lot of people weren't going to make it. Um, it's up in the air. I'll be completely honest because of a multitude of things. Number one being, I don't want to pay Wonderfest $200 for the room anymore. And I know that sounds kind of crappy, but we would use that room for, what were we in there for? Three hours? Less? Mm -hmm. Something like that. And they, they were charging us $200 when, how much is a dealer's table? Like four, 300, Three. like for a whole Three. week, 300 for a whole weekend. Um, it just doesn't seem fair for what we were doing. And I kind of want to figure out a way to maybe move what we were doing into the contest room official and still do our little, you know, side bet thing that we were doing and then making an official award somehow, which kind of sucks because if that's the case, I might have to take myself out of it. But I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. And we'll talk more about the model club contest as it gets closer to next year. But uh, I missed doing that quite a bit because it was fun to do our little backroom contest. And if you don't know what it is, go back, watch the episode about it. And we're going to have Robert on Robert Trock on uh, this coming set of episodes. Season? Do we want to call seasons? No. That's kind of lame. <laughs> next season. Um, but uh, Wonderfest, thank you. Again, thank you to everyone who came up and talked to us. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a lot of good people. I like that Brian believes in uh, UFOs. So thanks, Brian. It helps. And, and uh, Shanna Worthling got her autograph 8 by 10 She did. <laughs> so weird. She was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Chuck came up to me and asked about the pictures he had sent in for the magazine issue. Uh episode we want to do that's still in the works i still want to do that so again if people send me stuff it's going to happen eventually just be patient um and that's it wonderfest 2021 in the books i'm and who is a who is that english teacher who was that 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 uh yeah, that was brian that was brian brian brian's in trouble yeah <laughs> george is gonna whoop his ass i like brian so brian um, are very we met a lot of really fun people we did roy uh Roy Kirchhoff. Um, yeah, Roy. Yep. It's been a Roy, long time. Uh, hung out with us a little bit. And um, so he was a good guy. And uh, forgot who it was, came up to me and told us how he won a bet with his wife because of us over Bargain Town. Toys R Us uh, formerly being Bargain Town. And uh, I hope it was for a lot of money. Here's some good sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> People bet that. People have sex with their wife? Yeah. Okay. Till they get old. <laughs> Since we're getting close to Scott dying, let's do our giveaway. Uh, we had two things to give away this episode. And the first one we're going to pull for is... Sorry, my drum roll. That's a drum roll? I'm sick. Okay. So the first one we're going to pull... The first one Panther, we're... I got the COVID. Fuck, I'm dying. 
If you even got me sick, I swear to God. Um, Look, well, why are they all stuck to the side there? Oh, that's no, that's blue tape. So I knew which one it was. See, it says prize pack with a K. Okay. <laughs> so this is the prize pack from Kendall Conniff. Uh, oh, you know what? One of them fell out. One fell out. That's the one I'm going to pick. Brent Krug. Brent. <clears throat> that's the Brent one that won. Get. The one that fell out. There we go. That works. That's a nice random way of doing it. So Brent Krug, you got the prize pack. Put it in there. I'm going to have to get with you for the shirt color. So, and finally, here we go. For Crimson from CG Blade. I'm glad you got to send this group. Ron Dombrowski. That is the most Chicago name I have ever. Ron Dombrowski. Is that, is that Polish? <laughs> I don't know, but it just sounds very Chicago. Ron Dombrowski. Like, he's got a Chicago Bears jersey. Chicago. Yeah, he's a Bears and he's fan. got a sausage and a uh, brat and a pork chop. So, Ron Dombrowski, you get the large crimson kit from CG Blade. Now, I didn't announce this before, but I'm going to give away two. Because we had a mistake, and CG sent us, and it turns out to be a three, but he sent us a small one on accident. So instead of keeping this for no reason and having doubles of it, and again, this is like 124th scale or something. It's small. This is the one you showed initially, too, right? Yeah, the ori original one that I was showing that I ended up having to edit out. So you oh, get okay. a second chance. So you didn't this see one, it. this is right. a, a bonus giveaway of the smaller Crimson kit. And this goes to Scotty Mills. So uh, Scotty, you're sending to Canada. You're sending to Canada. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's awesome, All right. Scotty. All right, cool. So thanks, guys. And those we'll give. Hope with that's you. a small box. Yeah, it is. Okay, you're good. Oh, that'll go. That won't be too bad. So that's what we got for the giveaways. You will. This will probably go live on Friday. Today is Monday. No, Tuesday, the eighth. And. Yeah, I'll be dead by Friday. You might be dead by Friday. I don't want to have to come back from South Dakota. I won't. Don't worry about it. You won't. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah who cares? He's dead. Who cares? Who throw me in dead? the trash like Frank and always sunny in Philadelphia. Just throw me in the trash. I'm dead. What does it matter? Um, emails and corrections. Hmm. Yeah, that's our new emails and corrections, Steve. <laughs> 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 all right scott you have an email to read this week oh boy and i'm well, so happy you're sick when it's your i'll see turn. if i can't cough through this oh okay. i can't wait i can't wait so for my great friend phil kupka thanks phil uh title of this email 23 skidoo hello boys first here is a correction for your next podcast a couple of times in episodes, Scott stated that he never gets any emails. I believe that ever since I started emailing the show, I have sent each email to both Jason and Scott. So, Jason, let Scotty read this one and keep him happy. That's correct. Phil, you have, and I, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> There's our correction and apology. <laughs> um, older movies I've seen lately, Leviathan with Peter Weller, RoboCop fame. In a nutshell, it's Alien on the Ocean Floor. Scotty, this is another one you can tell Jason you haven't seen. I hope you haven't wasted your time watching it like I did. <laughs> time out, no! Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Leviathan is great. <laughs> and actually, there's a model kit from a uh, guy from Stan Winston that put it out. I it was the last thing I painted for a friend of mine that passed away, my friend Adrian. And it was the last thing I ever painted for him. And I'll put I'll find that picture and throw it up here. But the creature in Leviathan's great. Go ahead. News and reviews. As Jason and many others will be articled to see future model style kits coming back. Myself and hopefully many others would like to see more B-movie monster figure kits resurface in the hobby. As we are swimming in the ocean of universal monster figure kits. Sorry, Scotty. What say ye, fellow listeners? Well, fellow listeners, what say ye? Scott, time um, out. Plug it, unplug and plug it back in. Hold, please. Well, how about, let's try right, No, no, one. wait, now it's, it's better now. How about now? Is it okay now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm really looking forward to the future De- John Dennett guest episode. Um, He'd like to see Jimmy Flintstone, Danny Sirocco, Joe Ladotti, and Larry Johnson, Mike Evans, Dave Barker, and yeah, I guess Phil has a whole wish list here for us. <laughs> he's got a whole right year planned out for it. Yeah, we got a, yeah. he's got a year planned out for us. Okay. Um, the Charlie Robson show. <clears throat> Another great episode. Yeah, it was great. Um <laughs> yeah, and this would be a good spot for Jason to put up the picture of Charlie sleeping at uh Wonderfest a few years ago that my good friend uh, Neil DeConte, who tried to kill me um again, uh put up there. But anyway, the Charlie Robson show, another great episode. Charlie's a really gifted modeler. He goes the extra mile to really tell the story with his builds, especially with his bases. I can relate to how he feels, adding or changing whatever it takes to complete a figure kit. I've sent along some photos for for the listeners' gallery of figures that I've built and I thought needed that little something. Charlie talked about problems he had shipping a built kit to and from Wonderfest and how it got busted both ways. I've sent you a photo from my phone of how I send some built kits. Do you have that? I do. It'll go up here. Thank the good Lord. Okay. After trying the figures, after, after tie, after tying the figures down to a piece of it's cardboard. It's not so easy, is it? Is it? Huh? huh? I'm sick. I've got cancer. I'm sick. Okay. After tying the figures down to a piece of cardboard, the same size as the bottom of the box, I lower them into the box. I then hot glue pillars of styrofoam to the inside corners of the box to keep the tied down figures from floating around in the box. That's a good idea along the inside of the larger box with packing peanuts, crumpled up paper, and or other packing material. And just in case the address label comes off during shipping, I always include the address of where the box is going on a piece of paper inside the larger box. Another thing Charlie briefly talked about was his attempt and success of contacting fellow modelers to get together, be it for a show or just a gathering. I may have told you how I started contacting modelers in the Portland, Oregon area, and how from our first gathering of four, we have grown to numbers over 30. Social media can be a great help in gathering fellow modelers who live somewhat close to together. You hear that, Chicago people? Okay, we really need to do something because I'm sure there's more than just Jason and I. Sorry, guys, another lengthy email. Hope you have fun and don't spend too much money at Wonderfest. Here's hoping I can join you next year, Phil. Thanks, that would have took you an hour and a half to get through. Okay. You're so mean. You're so mean. <clears throat> truth is truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I have an email from Greg Domian, and it fits in with uh, Wonderfest. So it's longer than Phil's, but it's funny. 
<laughs> Let me get comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable, man. Okay, good. You ready? Okay. Hi, guys. Got back from Wonderfest, and I decided to write you before you get your next podcast up, which I presume will consist of a lot of Wonderfest talk. It was great to finally get back to the fest for a full weekend, which I hadn't done in over 25 years. Wow. I took full advantage of all of that, uh, all of that the show had to offer from buying early and often, going for to several of the demos that were offered, seeing Greg Nicotero and the Rondo Awards. Rondo Awards, Scott. We have to start, we have to mount a, a campaign. Even slipped into the nudie room, says, that sounds weird, <laughs> Saturday night, and voted on the best kids shown. Big time, baby. Managed to pick up everything I was looking for, and some I bought on a whim. Isn't that what always the case? Had a great time talking to modelers of all genres, telling tall stories, and learning new techniques that will help me down the road. Talked to more wonderful dealers than I planned to, and managed to get the scoop on new kits coming down the pike. All in all, show was all that I expected, and it was a good showing after all the cancellation after the cancellation from last year's show. From the from from all previous indications, why do you make fun of me, dude? From all, I didn't. I let you read peeps peacefully. I didn't say a word. <laughs> from all previous indications, it looks like the show is going to be smaller and less attended. But from my perspective, I did not see that the room was fairly full at times. I was there. I was there. As I have not been to too many previous shows, my take on it may be different than others. Now to the model contest. This was my first foray into the abyss, and I had no preconceptions as to what my kit would do, but I did have a good feeling on a few of them. An interesting thought. When one views their kits in the safety of their own home and on their own workbench, where everything is beautiful and flawless, life is beautiful. But it is a whole new terror when your kit sits naked in a room full of the hobby's greatest builders and painters, almost 800 of them. We are definitely not in Kansas anymore, Toto. It really knocks you down a few rungs and brings you back to reality and the eventual thought, do I deserve to be out here with this group? So after a few deep breaths, you put your big boy pants on and say, hell yes, let the chips fall where they may. Saturday's setup was pretty exciting for a first timer. As I had eight kits and entered, I almost a full table to myself. At noon, when the viewing started, I was getting anxious and I scanned the room and to look to see if anyone was taking time to look at my kits and even take photos of them. You start asking yourself, will they look at my stuff? Will they like my stuff? Why wouldn't they like my stuff? I like my stuff. Then once you see people looking and taking photos, you calm down and you go about your other business. I passed the first test. Question, do all virgin contest entrants go through this? Yes. And I don't even think it's virgin contest. Thanks for sleeping. I appreciate it. I'm not sleeping. <clears throat> I'm just getting comfortable. You said it was a long one. <laughs> it is a long one. But I think you're right, Greg. I think everybody who enters something the first time and every time goes through that. Everyone wants to feel like people are looking at their stuff. I When I used to enter, I, I would do the same thing to see if people were taking pictures. I'd like to go back real quick to what he said yes. about he's happy with himself. Yep. Don't ever build for contests. Okay, it's okay to enter contests and all that. If you're happy with how it looks on your shelf, that's the important thing. I agree completely. And I was going to get to that, I think, as we go on here. Oh, sorry. Um, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, I just woke up and heard you babbling. <laughs> I hope it's not just me. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday morning came after a restless night's sleep, wondering what the judges saw and if I even had a chance of winning something, anything. Even a merit award would have been fine for my first contest. I decided to go to the contest room one more time 
before the awards were going to be divvied out at three. But I was, but as I stepped into the room at 11, I see that the awards have already been designated to each kit that won something. What? What happened to the 3 p.m. awards crap I was told about? I did not expect this. My mind was not ready to comprehend if I was a winner of something this early in the day. Don't mess with my already fragile condition. I stepped outside to gather myself and figure my next plan for the day. Should I now go and see if I had won anything? Or wait until 3 p.m. and wander around the dealer room aimlessly as the hours pass by? So I said to myself, Greg, be a man and grow some balls. Just go in there and get it over with. So now, no, with no hesitation, I saunter into the room, wor work my way to my kits. All around me are yellow slips of paper, B, S, M, G, written on them. Holy crap, looks like every kit I pass by has won something. I fi finally come to my table, and there are glorious yellow slips of paper in front of all of my kits. Four bronze and four merits. I exhale. Someone does like my work. So now I start wandering around the tables to see what other awards have been given out. And the more I looked and saw that every kit had a yellow slip and awarded something. What? Huh? So everyone was a winner, winner, chicken dinner? That does not seem right. This never happened before. Do all of these merit awards diminish my bronze? Who knows? Who cares? Not my concern and more things I need not have worried about. On a one very bright spot for me was fine scale Mother wanted to take pics of one of my kits for a possible publication. So that was the cherry on top of it all. So guys, a lot of what I wrote was tongue in cheek, but the basic feelings were for me being a first time conscious entrant. I know we all like to show off all of our work and this show is probably the best to do it at. That's what give us enjoyment. Winning is secondary, but winning for the first time is an amazing feeling. I have at least an idea of what I have to do to get better at this hobby. And I think not bad. I think not bad for almost two years into it. One other note, I managed to see you guys at the show and wanted to say hi, but you were inv involved conversing with a group of your friends. We don't really have friends. They all hate us. And I don't want to barge in as a fanboy and totally embarrass myself. Maybe next time. Greg, next time, embarrass yourself. Barge in and talk to us. Because I'm sure we were embarrassing ourselves. <laughs> I'm sure that's the case. Absolutely. Um, so a lot of what you wrote, and I, I, I know it was long, and I, I entered that model contest for... I think 10 years before I won my first and only gold and I hung up my, I just stopped because from, it was nerve wracking for me every year, even from the first year, all the way to the end, I would get really nervous about it. And again, you go in there, you want to see what, if they're taking pictures of your kids, you want to see if people like it. Then you're scouring the internet afterwards to see if people took pictures of it and posted it somewhere. And, and, and it, and I get that feeling. Um, the awards thing from the three o'clock thing, I think they did that due to COVID. Am I right, Scott? Yes. Yeah. So they changed the award ceremony to doing that because they didn't want all those people in the room at the same time. That being said. Didn't want anyone getting sick. Didn't want anyone getting sick. And I kind of like the way this works. I think there needs to be a little more pomp and circumstance to it. Um, I don't know how you do that, like placing the actual award in front of the kit. Or something rather than just because it's, I don't know, maybe it's just me. When you go to the award thing, people just call out names of the person and then the name of the kit and what they won. It's nice to be able to see in front of the kit what they won. So you say, okay, this is the bronze. This is a silver. This is a gold. And I think that helps people remember things. And I think there's a good happy medium somewhere to be had in, in changing the award. But uh greg seriously next time come up and talk to us i, I want to meet you 
and yeah and and on the um merit um everyone winning something um, i think that was just a this year thing too <clears throat> as, as far as that goes um but it, I don't think that diminishes anything, especially on your um, bronzes, you know, because that certainly means you took it up a level from merit. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't let it bother you too much. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I think anyone who took the time to go to that show and enter a kit this year deserves something. And I think that's probably what they were thinking. Um, but good job. I'd love to send in your uh, the pics of your kits from the show, and we'll put them up next time. All right, Scott, I think that's it. Did we miss anything? Yeah, my my three o'clock dose. <laughs> I don't think we solved any problems this episode. So no, uh, again, thanks to everyone that approached us. As Jason said, um, thanks to everyone that uh, donated stuff. Um, we got, he, we got a pile now. We got a big pile now. Yeah. It doesn't mean if you want to send something, you can't. But um, I got, we have something coming from Mike uh, Calvert from England that he and donated. something coming from Michael really Reagan. Nice. Michael Reagan. Um, yeah, so we got some really nice stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, not that the stuff we haven't given away isn't uh, nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> man, it's been a lot. Uh, everything I think we've donated is something I would have kept for myself if I had. So there you go. Uh, thank you everyone. It's been, again, I think we mentioned it earlier. This marks the end of the first year. Next, next episode is the full year of doing this. And, and hopefully I make it to the next episode. Yeah. We'll see you there. Um, so everyone, I hope you have a great couple weeks. And... <coughs> Dying. <laughs> Scott may be dead. So we'll yeah. see you next episode. Thank you everybody. <laughs>